What's up, y'all? This is Ashley here, um, creator of Honestly, I'm Irritated, and I just want to let you guys know that we're going to be playing some really great music on here, but unfortunately, you can only listen to it through the Anchor app, through the shared link that I post on my social media sites, or through the website. So if you are listening through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet, Make sure that you go back and you click the anchor link so you can hear my wonderful choices of songs and that they can add to the, you know, overall vibe of the podcast episode. If not, and you're okay with listening to it without any songs, then just keep on going. But if you want to hear the songs once more, go to the anchor app, the anchor website, or any of the links on my social media. Enjoy you all. I mean, honestly, I'm irritated. Hey, everybody. What's up, y'all? This is Ashley. This is Honestly, I'm Irritated. And we are here to have a good time, here to have good conversation. And just, you know, get some things off our chest, off our mind. And, you know, run some things back and forth via me talking and you hearing and then you thinking and then me thinking about what you're thinking about. You know, like a whole flow of things going on here. So awesome. So glad you guys decided to stop by this week and listen to my episode once more. Once again, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's episode, as the title says, um, is going to talk about how my experience as being... um, a black woman and being a person who is bisexual like just you know being those things and being who I am and for those reasons me not having a choice to live a life that's very complacent and that doesn't question things and try to make others aware and push people to do things differently because I can't and if I do I'm literally betraying myself. (laughs) I'm betraying my history, my heritage, my sex, my gender, my sexuality, everything. And so I just have to always be that person to speak up. And, you know, sometimes that can be conflicting being a Christian and, you know, the ideals that quote unquote Christians are, are supposed to follow and what society expects of you and how things are looked upon or limitations and yada, yada and yada, yada. But we're going to just talk about all that and kind of how I feel about it and just talk about the dynamics of all that and um, really talk about also the relationship in um, relation to today and what that looks like for me today and how that is showing up and has shown up in my life because this has been a very crazy time and um, I didn't fact check this but these movements happening recently for anti-racism and anti-police brutality, there were demonstrations or marches in every state, 50 states in America and 18 other countries, it said. And that's monumental. Like, that participation, that solidarity is a popular word right now, that unification on a literal national and kind of global level, that's beautiful. And I really do hope it brings about change, but we're going to talk about all that. Um, So, as always, bangers, you know, real vibey, real black, real just proud ethnic episode, okay? Let's get to it. Banger, like I said, like I said. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to just like, I said, okay, 
No, but okay, so that's what I was trying to say. I'm going to start off kind of just talking about um, what I have, my thoughts about everything happening as of June 2020. As far as, you know, the reaction of the death of George Floyd being um, killed by a knee being placed on his neck and being suffocated until he died by a police officer happening right after a pandemic I'm sorry I don't know if this happened yes before I mean after the pandemic compared to you know the things that have been happening in society and then Ahmaud Arbery a man who was jogging and some white people called it upon themselves to shoot him and kill him as he was jogging and um, so many other people um, Breonna Taylor a girl who the police ran up in the wrong house for an arrest that was already made earlier that day. Completely wrong house in the middle of the night and shot it up. And um, I believe she was shot eight times and she was obviously killed. Not obviously, but she was killed in her sleep for no reason. And then they tried to arrest her boyfriend who was defending his, trying to defend his girl and himself from the people who, the cops who were not in uniform. That was another thing. They were in regular clothing, so it just seems as if random people are coming into your house, breaking into your house, and shooting it up. And so many things wrong, and then gladly his charges were dropped. But initially, he was charged, and she's dead. And so, you know, so many things like this happen, and um, it truly is kind of annoying to have to keep talking about it. For the fact that it keeps happening. And, um, you know, I have had a blessed life to where I haven't known so many people who have gotten killed by the um, police or who have gotten, like, killed just for being black. But, you know, I've, I've known of people who have died and gotten killed for other reasons. But um, I've heard these things on the news or heard the stories or just have encountered small racism and things in my life when people calling me out of my name or being disrespectful or just being belligerent and stupid and racist or sexist or so many things like that and I've I've had those encounters but I just um I and I guess today the modern day lynchings of today are the, the shooting of black men and mass incarceration and things of that nature systematic oppression that leads to other crime that leads to black on black crime and I mean just other things that trickle down into that and um I've seen that but I can't imagine it becoming it's just common ground common nature for people just to come come up missing or you know they're killed or just I can't I can't imagine a society like that and um it's it's kind of unbearable it's unbearable because as a person I don't like to see people treated like that as a black person that's scary because to think that somebody can come at you and take your life or do anything to you because the color of your skin and for some reason they think that they're superior or for some the history of lies that people have just grown accustomed to and that have become the standard for some odd reason that makes no sense with like just scientific facts and just logic makes no sense but um so many things like ha- like that have happened and um it's like 
it really does make you just kind of live differently and like I don't live in complete fear like I don't go around white people or any other type of people and just feel scared I try to do my own thing make sure I'm good but it is kind of eerie it's scary knowing that your life can be taken like that for just odd reasons and like outside of random acts of like craziness outside of car accidents outside of illnesses outside of so many things that can happen just to the regular person you your odds are so much greater of getting hurt or killed because just the color of your skin and I just can't believe it and I can't fathom it and the fact that we have to grow accustomed to this and just like people exposing different stories of black people or ethnic people being like Latino, Mexican, um, black people is mainly what I'm talking about, or just minority people disappearing or going missing or just something crazy happened or they end up getting killed or they're locked up and sometimes it doesn't always make sense or it seems weird and I feel like a lot of times it is weird and it's not right and it's just so many things that you have to question, you have to worry about, and you have to fear just trying to live your life, and it's not fair. And like I said, being black, I can just obviously empathize with that, but, you know, the men, you know, women too, but it's like just the men, seeing men get their lives taken like that and getting emas- um, emasculated and dehumanized on a regular basis and that's a part of my life and culture I don't like that because there's so many things that try to take the pride and joy in being out of a black man outside of any other man or person there's so many things I really try to and it's like it's sad that so many people have just had their their full beings and selves diminished by the hateful and dumb ass acts and in ideologies of other people and it really it really saddens me and it's horrible that that's the reality and you know but with that same you know same type of attitude you have to accept the reality and I have accepted it it's continuing to happen but things have changed obviously but I'm accepting it and I'm using it to fuel me to be better and make a change and be something different because I have to I feel like like I said, also, weirdly, some white people in society, they can't accept that they have a history of racism and they can't accept what it is. And it's like accepting is the first part, because when you accept it's you're not always so like defensive or so ready to just say, well, 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 this or that or say some bullshit. It's like, no, you accept it. You know what it is. And you sit back, you reflect you be quiet, you listen more, and you really think more. And, you know, race, the logic behind racism is dumb as hell. So I don't, I don't have patience for real for that because it's stupid. It really is dumb. But, you know, if, you, if, if that is all you know, trying to be gracious here, if that's all you know, all you've been taught, and that's the people you've been around, it's going to be harder for you to change your way of thinking. And I can see why you think like that because you've been conditioned to think like that. But once you know, for some odd reason, it has to be shown to you. But once you realize that it's not right, t- like take take a step back, relax, be quiet, listen more, and be an ally, be a supportive system, a support person, and change, and make sure you're adamant about the change. And like, you're more, people be more adamant about going to the gym, or getting pets, or walking their pets, or taking trips, or anything other than making sure the people 
they shared their lives and spaces with in the world in their communities and even just people period regardless if you know them or not they can have a good quality equal comfortable life and it's like there's I have a hard time understanding I have a hard time understanding what the fuck is so hard like literally what's so hard What's so hard about seeing an obvious problem and changing it? What's so hard? What's so hard? So we have to accept things. Like, that's another thing, a big lesson. Accept your shit. Everybody has their stuff. Everybody has a bad part of their history. Everybody has a bad part of something. You have to accept it to move on. It is not okay to deny facts or deny something and just continue to act like it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean exposing everything. That doesn't mean completely being like some people are doing. Oh my, oh my, oh my. And like, no, it's one thing to reach out and show love. It's one thing to put on a whole thing talking about apologizing for years and years of corrupted thinking or I'm so sorry. I like, what the, I'm sorry, what? This is really making you like, what? This, this death, but the other ones didn't make you open your eyes are you serious it's like it's pathetic but you know as a person getting older and trying to be more empathetic in different ways I try to be understanding that everybody just has their different journeys and everybody has their stuff but it really just is hard for me because it's a life or death situation and for black people it truly is life and death and there shouldn't be an option to not speak on it when it's a life and death situation You know what I mean? Like, you can't sit there and not say anything when people are literally getting their lives taken in a very quick manner. And oftentimes they're very young and very unarmed and very chill. I think um, Childish Gambino in a song said, they smoke you when you black and mild. Like, literally, they do. They really do. And it's sad. It's sad. Also, stay woke. Niggas creeping. They gonna find you. Gonna catch you sleeping. Literally. And like, that's just two of his songs. And so many people have songs like that. But it's... We have to be aware. We have to open up. And we have to acknowledge things. Because literally, sometimes things don't need to be said and sometimes things need to be spoken on when it comes to issues of racism and people's lives and equality and civil rights and things of humanity the the, um sake of our planet things that really matter for everybody and not individual preferences and feelings like sexuality or how people want to dress or how people want to live their individual life that isn't hurting people or harming people why are we worried about that but we're not worried about collective issues and it just there's so many reasons that I'm just tired of the answers coming back to prideful people mainly white men with power who want to control things and have ego problems and you know I'm, it's not all them but that's when that's what it comes back down to when you look at who holds the most power and has an American history we can't keep allowing past things to define us And we can't keep allowing negative and clearly not right decisions, people or patterns control us and therefore influence the people around us and just create mess and create chaos. And that's not okay. It's not okay on a personal level. It really is not okay when it is talking about a country 
in a, a, a diverse country at that that has a history of stealing and killing and taking from people when they don't get their way and because we're all here for so many different reasons as such and throughout the world there's so many displaced people for reasons like that we've come together we've built a nation we've built a world off the diversity of us and for one group of people to try to take credit for that After they stole a lot of stuff and killed a lot of people, it's it's embarrassing. It's absolutely tiring. And it's something that I cannot stand for. And so we all have to do our part. We all have to do our part. And my part is to go into my the design and urban planning, urban affairs field, and rock the world through intentional design of minority communities and other places, but specifically that, to uplift, to build, and to revitalize not only those spaces, but the people in those spaces, because what is really important is the people. And I saw a little quote in my Words of Wisdom book saying something like, politicians have the the idea of their job wrong. If you're not serving the people, you're not doing your job justice and you're not you're not fulfilling your job it's not a, it's not about ego it's not about individual desires it's not about trust funds and money and donations and yada yada and making sure you're good if you're a true honest hard worker and you have a good enough career you're going to be good and if you make good decisions with your finances and just good things are going to come to you there's no need to just make people have less and be spiteful and be vengeful so you can just continue to have more and more and more you know it's a change of it's a change of mindset it's a change of a lot of things but as far as I'm concerned I'm not willing to wait any longer so we need to do some shit about it and it needs to happen now So with this new week and um, finishing up my paper, also finishing up my civil rights struggles class at school, um, I'm reading The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. And um, funny, funny story. <laughs> Over the weekend, somebody that was at my cousin's party or just with the crew for the weekend, they saw I was reading the book. And they were like, oh, yeah, I heard about that that book or something like The New Jim Crow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good cat. Like, that, he's a good he's a good he's a good man michael oh no 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 michael michelle michelle and then like yeah michelle some and like i I forgot maybe i just messed it up but basically though he messed up twice like he assumed it was he knew it was a woman but he just said the name wrong and then said he when he should have said she and it was just it was just funny but it kind of got destroyed because i messed that up but i digress so here we are talking about mass incarceration in the united states looking at the war on drugs looking at um, presidential congressional law regulatory decisions made that really affected black communities more so than anyone else that started um you know after slavery after all that good stuff after all these different eras and different um, social segues of segregation and racism implemented into the Constitution or whether blatantly or discreetly. 
um, all these inequalities that were just kind of common ground in nature for black people to be inferior based on the logic that white people needed free labor and they needed or free or cheap labor and they wanted to be in control and they feared that if they um, did not control black people that they would lose their status and they would have to you know obey them or just be of equal status and they did not like that and for a lot of other reasons probably just driven by a lot of craziness that doesn't even matter you know it just clearly was hateful clearly was a negative thing but that really just continued to fill the system and make along with terminology and you know I'm not finished with the book but oh it's a skunk sorry y'all there is a skunk outside and it's like moments like this you're like thank you lord that I am not outside because it just popped up you would I would have just walked outside and had a skunk right there and then had to get sprayed because it just wanted to be out and like my neighbors have like these lights and these flowers and I think it's attracting animals and wildlife and like it was really cool because earlier I saw like two yellow really cool birds but if it's going to be attracting skunks then these lights need to go out and there needs to be something else because nothing is more startling than seeing a skunk and getting sprayed by it because it startles you <laughs> you know what I mean I'm just accidentally like whoa whoa you're by my front door man whoa so not a good time but like I was saying uh, the terminology people use for like black people or just native people was ridiculous and um looking at the reasoning besides I mean behind <laughs> how people came and um quote-unquote discovered America and Native Americans you know the people who invaded America and you know raped pillaged stole killed Native Americans I want to just always just say Native Americans the original American people um you know like they got mad at them for protecting their land and being resilient and like being resilient and defending and doing what you're supposed to do when somebody tries to steal your land they were mad that they retaliated they expected them to go out I mean go like not put up a fight for their territory and then made it okay to have terminology like calling them savages to not address them as people to make it okay to kill them and they do that with black people and other minorities that they want to exclude or whatever and it's crazy and it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy and talking about exploring how this terminology begins to permeate into people's ways of thinking and social practices and so many things like that when you just think about it and just reading that and going through the history with like the facts of America and like mass incarceration and truly how high tech prisons are built and they are decrepit schools. And she said that in the book and I just was like, that's so true. And literally, you know, how much money was taken from the public housing system to put into building prisons. And so there's a lack of housing, not because, you know, people just can't afford it and they shouldn't have to be in certain neighborhoods no because the resources that were needed for them were dramatically cut ridiculously cut to fund prisons and to fund police to hunt black people and 
it's just so crazy the corruption and there's so much corruption everywhere but just it's crazy to read about it and actually see the facts and um just know the intentions and the, the timeline and the you know everything happened and then that affected everything and the people's way of thinking and how how they use things to gain electoral votes and sway opinions and in turn how being a felon makes you not able to vote and just cast your cast your vo- your own voice out and it's just so many different levels to it it's just it really makes you just kind of it just it's really sad and it's really sad like my own lived experiences you know I've never been arrested but you know that doesn't mean I haven't done things that are quote-unquote illegal that I could have gotten arrested for I just haven't gotten caught but, you know, if somebody, a police officer or somebody really wanted to try to make me sound like a very violent or obscene or just saw me with something and wanted to, you know, arrest me or whatever, I could that could have happened sometime in my life. And, like, I know it probably wouldn't be the most ideal situation. And, um, you know, I really wouldn't want to be in that setting. But just especially, like, how people tend to be just imagining that power setting and, you know, just I would expect the worst and... um I've dealt with rude police who assume things or especially make sexual assumptions off of not really knowing me. And it's like, how did you pull me and one of my friends over and you automatically assume we're doing, we're, we're about to go do something sexual or that I'm, I'm just about to participate in a sexual act because I'm in a car with a man, not even a man, I'm sorry, my friend, <laughs> teenage friend. And so it's just like, so many things like that and I, I pinpoint sexual things because my experiences a lot of times in predatory or inappropriate situations have been when people try to abuse power in a sexual way and so that is one of the main reasons for me but people know it's anything it can be manipulating with words with um, gestures it can be a lot of things and people just don't they, they either don't realize it because it's so ingrained in their behavior or they know it and they don't care in either way, it's a major problem because neither are okay and neither are something that me as a person or anyone should have to deal with for somebody's lack of care or lack of thought. You know what I mean? You know, it's just not okay. And so that's how I feel just about these issues at large and about a lot of stuff. We're not, and I, I kind of said that before, but it can't be a thing where we choose to or are allowed or are made to suffer because somebody just doesn't want to do something or is stuck in their ways like why is it okay and I know why it's okay because that's how the law is is set up but there truly has to be I think a reevaluation and we as a people based on who we are now just like that's like we, we I mean we should re not rewrite everything about the constitution but some things need to be amended and updated because it's based on racism and classism and caste. I mean, there's going to be different classes, but it's based on keeping minorities, even poor whites, and they're dumb enough sometimes to not realize that the things that are set to turn them against, you know, other minorities too, or just keep us from being unified as a people, you know, just, it's a lot of just stuff going on that people don't realize. And it's a lot that you don't realize if you don't want to and I hope that this movement right now this time is really showing like you can't just it's not okay just to not want to see something it's not okay just to say something or just be hateful for no reason and like it's like why you look foolish you look shallow you look silly for having such strong opinions based on literally nothing 
Like, it's, why can't you, why can't you say anything? Why can't you prove anything? Because some stuff, like, feelings are feelings. Like, sometimes when you're mad, sometimes, like, you just feel upset or you feel sad. When you're racist, no, you can't just feel racist. Like, that's not a natural feeling. That's a trained thing. And once you know that that is, like, that's malarkey, you should be able to stop. Or even if you can't stop immediately because it's ingrained in your way of thinking, you should be able to recognize you're wrong or be able just to recognize something just can't be logical about this especially if I'm a person like I said believing in facts and evidence and history research doesn't lie and then pair with research social experience and interactions they don't lie you can't and it's like that's like if if we're supposed to base opinions of people based on things we've heard or seen Black people wouldn't mess with any white people, and we would be scared of all of every like all white people because of what we've seen very blatantly. So it's like, how is it even okay for us to be all categorized or people to really look down upon or do so many things based off what they might see in extreme situations or things that are planned to be seen to make a certain image more popular? When what is really what what is really happening and what's actually the majority and a lot of negative things that's what is happening more and it's like we still are forced to live in a society so it's like what if just for like because i'm not saying black people are walking around scared i'm just saying though what if we were really everybody was really fearful and we still are forced to interact every single day and do everything like we're not and it's like some people in some instances really are and it's just if you don't think about that, you're not even going to sit here and consider the experiences, the real experiences of so many people, and it matters, and it, it's important. And people from those perspectives, I mean, with those perspectives in those situations, they need to be in settings to say something. And not only that, though, we need everything. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to workplaces and spaces where people actually can do that and share and collaborate and be more real. And, you know, you know, like losing your temper and being disrespectful isn't just what it was acceptable but having heated debates that get to the bottom of something where everything is being laid out in a respectful manner that should be normalized like check-ins like mental health days wellness things um you know good pay good benefits like times with your family or just flexible things that can make life and make your job and make things not drain you and you know wear on your health you know just so many things I want to think about and I hope change and hope can be improved and all this chaos and mess but just like what I was saying before it starts with recognizing an issue and what you need to see a void that needs to be filled and when you when you recognize that and accept that void for what it is and accept it for what it needs you begin to tailor things and make things just for that and we just have to do that and so many things can stem from that thought like that thought or that opinion and it needs to happen and I think that really is a key to stepping into a new boundary of change and acceptance and it's going to be different clearly but we need we need that for our country and you know I think we need that to move forward um on a global level I don't even globalization isn't possible if we can't do that and people don't I think realize how improved relationships can be and things can be if people trust one another there's going to be conflicts but there just has to be ways of managing and communicating and treating one another that is humane and that does not result in death and um hatred and 
just wrong moral practices you know and that's a biased thing morality to people but still just we just need more people more opinions more diversity more love more acceptance the list goes on and on and on but it starts with us and the unity has been great um i haven't been going to too many protests but let me i haven't gone to any protests besides the one that i stopped by briefly but you know we all have our part we all have something that we want to do and just you know seeing the pictures seeing the people posting about it the love the support and seeing more awareness on social media has been amazing so you know y'all just keep it up um stay encouraged and really just be more aware you know it sucks sometimes being aware but we have to be because the alternative is just what we're condemning so many people for now and we cannot choose to not be aware and we can we cannot choose to not act because as we've heard inaction is an action and we have to make a choice I feel that mobilizes people mobilizes ourselves, and also can improve the world around us I think that's very important and, and should be a common goal because we need us and we need this planet and we just need to work together and find ways to do that peacefully and with empathy for others. Well, everybody, once more, that is the end of the episode, but I really do hope that you really took some thinking points away as always, but you know, this is real life, and, um, there are just some real things that are wrong, and they've been wrong, but I'm happy now that people are starting to notice some things, but let's just actively be great people who just aim at being amazing. I can guarantee you, when you are working on yourself, and you are truly working on being your best self, and doing all you can do to do that, and succeed, you're not worried about what people are doing, If it's not, like, bad hurting people, harming people, you're, why do you care? Let people live their life. Care about the environment. Care about the world. Care about, you know, communities. Care about people. But don't care about how they choose to go about their daily lives. You don't like somebody nitpicking you all the time or trying to control you. So why are you trying to control somebody else? Why can't we all just do our thing? If it's not, like I said, harming people endangering or being involved with children or animals i don't mess with that but literally why can't we just be great people and be humane people and even in relation to animals even when we eat meat just making sure they're 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 killed in a humane way it is what it is they are killed but it's not just some slaughter they just you know they're treated with respect that they're, they're not given a whole lot of steroids like they're given a good life like just we do things differently and people in society you know overall hopefully will eat less meat because it does take up a lot of space and water that could be used for other things but reducing meat intake and a lot of things though it just that goes into so many different things so like we can just be better we can do better and so just think about it think about it try to you know do whatever for yourself to achieve that and let's just be a people who are amazing and who actively consistently try to understand people to empathize and to just live our best lives and be who we are so we can not only inspire ourselves to be better but inspire others because that really is what it what it's about like you know passing on 
passing along good intentions, good vibes, and making sure everybody feels that so they can be good. And if everybody's good, we're going to look out for each other. We're going to care about stuff. We're not going to just litter in our communities. We're not going to just throw shit everywhere. We're not going to just not care about the things that happen. We're going to be more aware and try to just resolve things and know the people and not just judge and just try to be more understanding. It's going to be a lot of things that happen if we care about the areas we're in. And we just care about what happens there. And so, yes, it can happen. Things are in the works, and I'm so happy to do my part. And I thank God for the ability to, and I just hope I really get a chance to do the things that I need to do. So, you all have a great week. Um, we'll be back here next week. And um, love y'all. Be safe. Bye. Is it over? I think it is. We should probably go. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.